Hello, friends, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. The website, trenton365.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Trenton 365 Show, and on Twitter, at Trenton365. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter there, WIMG 1300. Excuse me. If you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey, through Verizon. In the studio with me, I've got Gene Bickle, who's been on on the show on multiple occasions, talking about all kind of cool things. Um, But we also have a new friend, Kate Reichel, and we're going to be talking about the 27th annual Mill Hill garden tour. Now, a lot of people know about Mill Hill because of the name. It's it's a very progressive, um, I, I want to say it's like a progressive but classical neighborhood in Trenton, New Jersey, located just off of Market Street, which splits the two main roads. But it's an amazing neighborhood with a lot of wonderful people. And just before we came on here, we've been talking about how civically engaged the neighborhood is and how important that is to building a better community. So without any further ado, I've got Gene Bickle and Kate Reichel is going to be talking about the Mill Hill Garden House Tour. Welcome, Ladies, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Uh, you're welcome. Now, Jean, I want to go with you first because Jean, you've been on the show before, um, particularly talking about your neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, the neighborhood of Mill Hill, and all the wonderful things that take place there. So, uh, why don't you give a brief introduction to who you are, and then Kat, like you to follow up as well. Oh, sure. Uh, like I said, my name is Jean Bickle. I've lived in Mill Hill for be 21 years this <laughs> summer. <laughs> Hard to believe. <laughs> and uh, I just retired from my job at the state and the Department of Banking and Insurance. So now I'm. Finding out how little I can get done <laughs> when I don't have to work, but uh, but so it's uh, yeah. So I'm involved in a lot of civic things in the city. I'm on the board at Ellerslie, and mm-hmm. I, I sing with Trenton Community Singers. I'm on their board, and I'm um, the vice president of the Mill Hill Society. So uh, have a lot of mm-hmm. irons in the fire in Mill Hill. Yes. Yep. And the Mill Hill Society is the civic association for the neighborhood. Correct. That's correct. That's okay, correct. Great. Yes, yes. And Kat, you. Um, so uh, I've lived in the neighborhood for almost four years now, to be four years um, in July. Uh, we moved actually to New Jersey from New Mexico, um, but previous to that we lived in Chicago for mm. about 12 years. Um, and I'm a professor at Princeton University um, in the Slavic department. I teach Russian literature um, to undergrad and graduate students there. Yeah, um, And gardening has been uh, one of the outlets that I've had <laughs> away from uh, the stress of a tenure-track job at Princeton University. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, I want to go back to you because we didn't talk earlier about what you actually teach mm-hmm. at Princeton and a Slavic-Russian. Um, that's, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, I'm a specialist in 20th century Russian and Soviet culture. So I teach, um, for instance, this last semester, a course on um, Soviet culture above and below ground to undergraduates. I teach this course every spring. It includes things like Soviet children's books, um, as well as the greatest hits of um, Soviet propaganda mm. and underground dissident literature um, together. Usually it's the first time students are exposed to works like this. It's a really fun and exciting class for me to teach um, every spring. And I also taught um, a course on photojournalism in Russia and the U.S. Um, so a lot of my work and a lot of my teaching centers on the intersections of visual and literary studies. Mm-hmm. So just two topics that uh, I pulled out of there. So you as a photojournalist, I'm sure we'll be able to get you connected with some of the art photographic things that are taking place here in Trenton. And then also, um, uh, Trenton's got a, a decent population of Eastern Europeans and Russians. 
who are living here as well. Absolutely. So um, in Mill Hill alone, we have one of the only Russian Orthodox churches on the 100 block of Jackson, uh, which is, I think has been really special. And this felt like serendipity when I ended up in the neighborhood. Um, and then since I've, since I've moved to Mill Hill, one of the things that's been really special for me has been connecting with the arts scene. So I've actually shown some of my photography um, at the Hopewell Valley Vineyards, working with Craig Schofed. Um, and I've also opened my home um, for art all day as well as a studio space since I am a, an amateur photographer as well. Mm -hmm. um, and that's again just been one of the really special things about living in Trenton and living in Mill Hill in particular. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And earlier we were talking about um, you, you at the university and the special program that the university has um, to encourage um, employees and educators like yourself to come move to Trenton. Can you share a bit about that? Yeah, so um, in the, the longer history of this too, when we were, um, that's my husband and I and we have a, a, small, a small child, we were looking at where we might live when we relocated to New Jersey. We didn't know anything about the landscape, uh, but we, we were not as enthused as we could have been about living in Princeton. So we started to look around and we found actually the Mill Hill website and we thought this looks like a great neighborhood that is walking distance from a train station. Um, and then, uh, turns out we got luckier. Uh, Princeton actually does incentivize faculty and staff to live in Trenton. Um, so we were able to get a mortgage through the university to live in Trenton, which has been really um, incredibly practical and wonderful for us um, in an expensive relocation. Um, and one of the things that we've also been excited to see are the number of Princetonians, other university faculty and staff who've also been moving to the neighborhood in the last few years too. Um, it's been neat to see this extension of both of these communities and having them come together. There's also been a lot of activities with Princeton University in the neighborhood lately as well. There's a great um, protest in Trenton project. I believe I'm not remembering the neighbor, the name of this this um, his, history project um, correctly, but I've been seeing a lot of the students here. I've been talking to a lot of the students here, um, and it's been interesting going to presentations by fellow faculty members and seeing pictures of your neighborhood um, as part of those teaching demonstrations. Um, I'm showing off Soviet children's books, and they're showing off my neighborhood, and it's really interesting to see and feel um, that you can triangulate um, in this strange confluence and wonderful confluence of places and things. Mm -hmm, that's fantastic. And folks, as I was saying earlier in the opening remarks, that is part of what is happening here in Trenton. You know, oftentimes we get bombarded with a lot of the negativity, and sometimes it's it's true and it's accurate, some of it, but there's also another side to that, and that's often the side that we're talking about tonight, and that is the Mill Hill neighborhood and a bunch of the other neighborhoods that are here in Trenton that are full of history, great housing stock, and amazing, wonderful people. And regardless of what you continue to hear in some of the other media outlets out there, people are moving into Trenton. And these are good quality people who are looking to stay and settle down and plant some roots here in Trenton because they recognize the historical component of it, but they also recognize the, the proximity, location, 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 and then some of the other wonderful things that are taking place here, and I encourage you to check that out for yourself as well. So let's start talking about the Mill Hill Garden Tour. Now, I've been on this garden tour, and every time that I'm on it, I always pull a few ideas because there's so much diversity. And again, the Mill Hill neighborhood has a, a, a complex variety of homes. You know, you've got condominiums, you've got some townhouses, you have single family homes, you have semi-detached homes. Just talk about some of, well, let's, let's talk about the history first of the house tour and then let's, let's flow right into what Garden some people tour. can expect today. Garden tour, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, so it started, it started in 1992. Um, a sort of a spin-off of the house tour which had been going on for 25 years before that 
And uh, there are other garden tours, so it's you know, pretty much the same idea. People open up their gardens. And like you say, just like the inside of the houses are very different, the gardens are all very, very different. They're all small. They're all this is small space gardening. But um, people do such amazing things in their gardens. It's, it's hard to describe you know, all the different things that you see. And if you're interested in gardens and you want to get some ideas yes. about what to do, this is the place to go. And so many people, I've had my garden on the tour I don't know how many times. And people say, oh, I didn't know about this. Oh, this is such a good idea. I'll you know, try that. What is this plant? All that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I find that it's, it's uh, you, you know, when we look at magazines, publications like Better Homes or, or Metropolitan Life, any of those kind of um, magazines, we, we get this idea in our mind like, oh, wow, that's great, but I could never do that here. But then you go on the Mill Hill Garden Tour and you're like, wow, maybe I could do some of those cool elements here. I could have a water feature here. And it doesn't necessarily mean how big my yard is. I can kind of make it into what I want. Seating area for three people or four people instead of for 10 people. All those kinds of things. And I find that that's very interesting. Um, what was the reason behind starting the garden tour? It was before my time. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, uh, I, was, yeah, I really don't know. I, I just assume it was you know, another way to bring people into the neighborhood, which is exactly what the house tour was designed to do. So, you know, they come around in the winter when it's cold and see the inside. Well, why not look at the gardens when it's when it's warm and nice and beautiful? And I think it's it's the less formal version of mm -hmm. the house tour. So the house tour has a formality to it. It's very it's very difficult to set up the inside of your house in this pristine fashion for the house tour. But the garden tour is much more laid back. Um, it has a much it's more chill to have people come through your backyard. Um, so it, it has it's, it provides a great counterpoint, I think, for our, for our house tour as well. And what has been uh, some of the favorite points uh, from both of you over the years with the Garden Head Tour? Um, I, well, one of the things I was going to say, too, talking about um, what, what is possible in these, in these small gardens. So first, I love seeing what everyone has done with these, with these tiny gardens. But mm. the other thing that I think is really special about the garden tour are the number of gardens that we can fit because there are so many, because we are so dense. Right. Um, I've been talking to others, who, other neighborhoods that do garden tours um, in Trenton and in other um, local um, neighborhoods. We have more than 20 gardens on the garden tour wow. this year. Right. Um, 21, and that's 21 gardens, 21 yeah. gardens this year, um, and it's possible to see all of them quickly. Where you know, it's only about five blocks yeah. um, of of houses uh, that are showing off their gardens this year. Um, so you get to see so many um, in such a short time, in such a, a short space. Mm -hmm. um, and you can really see how present the diversity of spaces are, the diversity of people who are living there, um, that makes it really, really special. Um, and that's something I, I enjoy very much. Um, and then as somebody who has her garden on the tour um, as well, I love seeing who comes through. Um, and usually there's, there's a good number of people who come on the tour for the first time. Um, and it's so special um, to see them be introduced to the neighborhood in this way, to see what's possible with gardening, mm -hmm. um, but also to see these houses. They had no idea existed here, these little yeah, oases. That phrase over and over again, yeah. I had no idea this was here. I had no idea that was yeah. here. It was, it's, it's, that's the thing. It's just so fun to talk to the people and, yeah. and you get people that don't say anything or people who say, can I come in your garden? Well, yeah. That's, that's what you pay <laughs> for. That's why you pay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it's fun. It's just a fun way to see people. And, 
Mm -hmm. And they're always they're so happy, you know. They're so enjoying. And, and Jean, you've been doing this for quite some time. Again, you mentioned Ellerslie and some of the other nonprofits mm -hmm. and arts-related things that you've been a part of. Um, what does that make you feel like over these years, over the decades that you've been here in Trenton? You've seen lots of different cycles and different movements and mm -hmm. so forth. To see something as sustained as the Mill Hill Garden Tour for 27 years to continue to be something that people look forward to every spring. What's that mean to you? Well. I mean, I'm, I'm very, very proud of it. I'm very proud to live in Mill Hill. I'm very proud, and you know, and, and I give. I mean, I, I'm helping to run the tour with Kat. I run our website. I, you know, I do all kinds of things because Mill Hill is really, really important. It's important to me, and I think it's important to Trenton. So, um, you know, that's what it means to me. It means, you know, just having that kind of pride in, in, in where I live and my community because it's a neighborhood like no other. I mean, you just, you know, there's so many people. It's it's really great. We're going to be talking about that a little bit more later on. Uh, can you share the details about the event, time, location, et cetera, cost? Yeah, so uh, the self-guided tour starts at Artworks um, at noon. Um, the gardens are open from noon to 5, and you can stop in any time um, to see the gardens between those hours. See as many or as few as you want to. You exactly. don't have yeah, um, you can buy tickets in advance um, at some of our remote locations. Um, we have a list of those That's to right, go through, so but right. you can buy on the day of the tour for $20 um, or in advance on PayPal um, through our website. Through our website, yep. Um, and then the remote locations are... Uh, the website is, right, uh, it's, uh, what is it? It's trentonmillhill.org. There okay. we go. org, and you can buy on PayPal, so that's $15. Or at our remote locations, which um, in Trenton is the Artifacts Gallery on South Broad Street, uh, Classics Books downtown on uh, Lafayette Street, so the Trenton Social on South Broad, um, and the Mill Hill Saloon uh, that's on the corner of Broad and, uh, and uh, Market, Street. Market Street. And then also at Fedora Restaurant in Lawrenceville and Labyrinth Books in Princeton. Great. So again, folks, um, uh, this is going to be taking place on this coming Saturday from 12 to 5. It's uh, $20 if you buy them the day of, but you can go to the website, trentonmillhill.org, and there you can also purchase the tickets through PayPal, but you can also visit some local shops as well. In Lawrenceville, you got Fedora Restaurant, which is on Main Street. You also have Labyrinth Books in Princeton, and then in Trenton, you have locations, Artifacts Gallery on Broad Street, Trenton Social on South Broad Street, Mill Hill on Broad Street, and Classics Bookstore, which is located across from the hotel uh, down on West Lafayette Street. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. We'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. I do read them. Sometimes it takes a little while, but I've got a couple of interns starting in a few weeks. So we're going to be seeing a whole bunch more happening with Trenton 365. One of the things is a new initiative called Take My Tour of Trenton. The reason why I'm starting that is because with all this negativity that's being said about the capital city of New Jersey, I think it's time for people to get a fresh perspective coming from people who are here, like my two guests uh, tonight, Gene Bickle and Kate Cat Rischel, um, who, Reichel, excuse me, Cat Reichel, and we're going to be talking more about the Trenton Mill Hill Garden Tour, which is going to be taking place this coming Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a, it's a, uh, 12 to 5 is the event. It's rain or shine. It starts at Artworks, which is the Visual Arts Center here in Trenton. You can find out more information by going to the website, trentonmillhill.org. There you can also buy your tickets via PayPal, but you can also get them the day of the event at Artworks. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be cash or card like you guys mm -hmm. normally always yep. do. It's a very smooth operation that Mill Hill tends to do. a lot of experience. 
experience. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. And uh, you can also, if, if you're also someone who wants to go to a location and maybe uh, patronize another uh, business in Trenton, there's uh, Artifacts Gallery, the Trenton Social, Mill Hill Saloon, and Classics Books, where you can actually get the tickets there. And then in Lawrenceville, you have a Fedora Restaurant on Main Street, and then also Labyrinth Books, which is in Princeton. But in addition to that, you know, we were talking about this being the 27th year and uh, all the different things that are happening in Mill Hill. It's a very diverse neighborhood. It's eclectic. You've got a great mix of people who live there, a very civically engaged group of, of residents. You've got faith institutions there. It's a short walk um, to uh, the train station, to the downtown area. It's almost like like this perfect little storm of, of what is happening here in Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, in addition to that, while we were talking about the, the tour itself, um, it, again, it's rain or shine. It's happening on a Saturday. It's $20 if you get tickets the day of. You can save a few bucks by getting them earlier for 15 But let's talk about some of the logistics of, of what people can expect. I know it's uh, not a guided tour. It's you kind of, If you want to go see five houses, you can. You want to go and see all 21 of the houses, you can. Um, so just let's talk about some of that. Well, um, everyone, even if you do buy your tickets in advance, should check into Artworks to get a brochure. Um, you'll get a booklet, which will give you a map of all of the houses that are going to be on the tour, um, and a few extra sites, including the beautiful parks um, in the neighborhood as well, um, which are always open uh, for touring. Um, but there you'll get the information to uh, to maneuver the neighborhood so you can see exactly where all the houses are located. You can go in order as they are numbered 1 through 21, um, or you can start backwards and work your way down. And there's a description of each garden. Each person has on the tour has written a little thing about saying, you know, why they're, what's interesting and unique about their garden. Okay, yeah. good. Now, um, you earlier you were mentioning that, and, and you know, we always like to get together over food and, <laughs> and beverages. You know, that's that's what adults like to do. Um, you said you're going to have a vendor who will be there as well. We will have a vendor set up um, through most of the time of the tour. We're hoping they'll be able to stick around till 5, so that's the 1911 Smokehouse Barbecue. We'll be set up with their grill starting at noon until they run out of food, which might be before <laughs> 5, yeah. uh, because it is delicious and fantastic. So we'd recommend if you want to try the Smokehouse at Artworks, then you should come earlier rather than later. Um, but you can always go to their location as well um, after um, after the tour. Um, they're open seven days a week in downtown Trenton. Great. Now, um, oftentimes, you know, people say, "Well, you know, uh, ten years ago, I, I went on this garden tour. It was fantastic. It was great. I don't want to go back. It's a garden tour. I've seen gardens. I've got a garden. Why would they come back?" Well, we have uh, four new gar five new gardens. Uh, on the tour, people who most of them are, have just moved here, and you get this, you see the story. The yard was full of weeds, and I cleaned it up, and I created a garden. And so, I mean, that's new. Those are people that you haven't seen before. Plus, people change their gardens around. Um, so, you know, and there may be something new. Sometimes people come in and say, "Oh, well, you did this and that." They've been on the tour, you know, a few times, and they're interested to see changes in the garden, in the garden. So, um, and I would say for those of us who've also who redid their gardens, let's say, about three years ago. This year is a good year in right, the garden. Right, right. Now so it's you achieving see maturity. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And you start to see the life and the life of these gardens, which I think is so exciting. Um, yeah, we have uh, lots of new folks in the neighborhood. Even some of the gardens that have been on before uh, have new owners, too. Um, so we have five totally new gardens, but we also have lots of new owners in homes that may have been on the tour in the past, maybe took a hiatus um, and are back again. And with new owners, we have total, mm -hmm. total redesigns. In the Plus, gardens. we have four gardens 
Gardens, because I looked this up, 20 years ago in 1998, we have four people, the same people are on the tour who were wow. back on in 1998, including myself. Um, so so that's a kind of a 20th anniversary yeah. uh, for, uh, for some of those people. So uh, Yeah, and yeah. you know, and I, I think about the weather. Um, the weather has been so con- conducive for um, this this region. I mean, we've had a decent amount of rain recently, <laughs> and so as soon as and as soon amount. as the sun pops up, everything is going to be in full bloom. And maybe a little bit more work if we get some sunshine the next couple of days leading up to the folks who are mm-hmm. going to be on the garden tour. But it's, that means that the flowers and they're going to be vibrant. Um, you're going to have uh, probably butterflies and, and insects buzzing around. It's just going to have a nice feel um, for walking around. How would you explain to folks who have, may have concerns about how long or how much walking is going to be involved in this? Well, it's basically five blocks. The whole neighborhood is five blocks. And there's gardens on every block. It's not South Montgomery, but it doesn't really count as one. So, um, there, so you can, and some of them are very close together. For example, myself and my two neighbors, they're all gardens are connected through my yard. <laughs> so you go down one set of stairs, you get three gardens for basically the price of one. So um, the uh, so you, again you can if you could do the whole thing you know, that might take a couple hours or you could just concentrate on one street or pick and choose I mean some people who've been on the tour before have their favorites and they say they want to go to this one or that one so it's really you know you can choose how much walking you want to do mm-hmm. it's really manageable for all, it is all really. walking abilities yeah. I think. Now, um, let's talk about the um, age of, uh, you know, generally house tours and garden to- tours. They're not really open to little, little tiny children who are going to, who may be rambunctious and running around, etc. Um, what's the age group that you're looking forward to coming? I think this is, a, again, since it's a less formal format, we can definitely accommodate children much more easily than the house tour mm, can. Right. Um, not to mention... Not so many fragile things. <laughs> so it's not a fragile space. Right. Um, and it's really, it's there, the plants are there to traipse on a bit as well. Um, everyone's very open. Um, yeah, people for, do bring children. They have yes. in the past. Children under 12 are admitted free. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, if you have a stroller... You may have to leave your stroller periodically on the sidewalk, which is perfectly safe, um, because some of the entrances to the gardens are quite narrow, so it just depends on the stroller steps, size. But, um, but again, there's steps. so many gardens, you know, you'll find, you, yeah, it's... And, and I would also say we have two really fantastic playgrounds in the neighborhood. Mm. You can always right. break it up by stopping at the Clay Street Park or the Mill Hill Tot Lot um, and play on the play equipment and then jump back on the tour um, at your leisure, which is what I would do with my five-year-old. <laughs> Wear them out a little bit. Wear them out. out a little bit and then jump back in to look, to look for the gnomes um, mm-hmm. in all of the gardens. Mm-hmm. It's fun to send them on on um, some treasure hunts throughout the various gardens. There's a lot of little treasures and little bits in each garden, including plethora of garden gnomes and other sculptures. Um, there are baby chicks in one garden this year as well, which I think right. would um, enthrall right. many children. We have a guinea fowl that moved to Trenton earlier this fall, <laughs> that last fall, and has hung out all winter. You may see him. His name is Hendrix. And uh, <laughs> well, some, some people call him Dinner. Dinner. Um, but uh, he, he lives so, mostly on the 200 block of Mercer, right, but he has been right. known to, to move right. beyond that. So keep an eye out for yeah. the... And I have a hummingbird exotic. feeder. I have a hummingbird, a ruby-throated hummingbird that comes to my feeder. So uh, yeah, there's all kinds of wildlife uh, in our neighborhood. Yes. Good. Um, so I also want to talk about the, um, the hospitality um, of, of the homeowners, um, you know, every year I, I get more and more overwhelmed about, you know, how hospitable people are opening up their homes, number one, 
um, which takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter no matter what anyone says, you know, you, you want you want your home to present a certain way, so it takes work. I mean, it's time to do that. But I find that so many of of the residents have different quirkiness in different things that they do. That's a reflection of their personality, which also makes the tour kind of nice, um, because some want you to hey hang out here for a while and um, let's have some snacks and and let me get you a nice beverage, etc. Can you talk about the hospitality that a lot of the residents uh, share? Yeah, I really think that that most most of anyone who's opening up their garden or their house on any of these tours want everyone to stick around for a little mm-hmm. bit. They want to be asked questions. They want to answer questions. Um, and sometimes I'm trying to keep people in my garden to, to ask more questions, um, to not feel like they're intruding because no one is intruding. Um, so I, I, for instance, always offer some sort of infused water with the herbs that are growing in my garden mm-hmm. um, for for uh, for the garden tour. Um, sometimes people offer ice cream or other beverages mm-hmm. at, uh, at, at various locations the hospitality can depend on energy and anything in the air but we do I think that everyone um, takes this part of it very seriously um, everyone on the tour is as enthusiastic about the neighborhood as Jean and I are um, and that really comes through I think when, when you come through these spaces yeah definitely Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the staff, um, and, and I say staff because uh, a lot of times it's volunteers, etc. But there's a lot of person power that goes into something like this, and and I know the both of you here are talking about it, but it's not just the two of you. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of moving parts. Can you talk about that? Sure. Well, we have um, you know we have a lot of volunteers on the day of the tour to put the signs up and all the rest of it. We encourage the neighbors. We send out information for people to clean up their you know, the front yards, even if they're not on the tour, to plant, do planters in the front and, and make sure their yards are cleaned up. Um, we have, what else we got here? We, have, we also have, um, we're lucky to have residents who also uh, volunteer time and money to clean up the, oh, um, right. the yeah. market plaza, which is a very central, beautiful space in our mm-hmm. neighborhood, but on, does on, take a lot of On Market Street, on that, Street, that plaza, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, and that, that looks beautiful right now. We'd also encourage everyone to come through and see that part of the neighborhood. Right. Um, and again, we're very lucky that our residents are also all invested in making sure that these common spaces are as beautiful um, as the spaces um, in the back uh, that everyone will be coming through. Um, so it's it's a lot of manpower, and it does take everyone, almost everyone, um, to get out there, clean up, um, and then run uh, all of the uh, touring activities. Sure. Then we have all the day. people who you know sell the tickets, you know, stay in artworks. We usually have people roaming around, helping people that are you know don't know which way to go in the streets, um, things like that. Well, we're just about up on the end of the program. Um, Any final words that you'd like to say to some folks who may be apprehensive uh, about coming for whatever reason? Come. It's beautiful. It's always a really great event, and I think we're really lucky this year. 21 Gardens is uh, going to be a really great tour, Um, and the weather is... Knock on wood, looking good. Looking good, yes. (laughs) Yes. We've never, ever had any kind of a problem with anything in the tours, any of the tours, so... So come on out and see see what's behind these houses. That's great. Fantastic. So I've got Gene Pickle and Kate, excuse me, Kat <laughs> Reichel, um, who are representing the Mill Hill Garden Tour, which is taking place this Saturday. It's a rain or shine event from 12 to 5 p.m. Um, you can show up and pay $20 at Artworks the day of. Artworks is the Visual Arts Center of Triton, um, located across from the, uh, the DMV, the old Sears Roebuck area. Um, 
And in addition to that, you can go to Artifacts, Trenton Social, Mill Hill Saloon, and Classics Books in Trenton to get tickets. Or you can also go to Fedora Restaurant and Labyrinth Books, which are in uh, Lawrenceville and Princeton, um, to get tickets there as well. In addition to that, you can go to the website, which I encourage you to do that because there you can find out a bit more about the organization. And that is the TrentonMillHill.org. Excuse me, TrentonMillHill.org. No the. TrentonMillHill.org, and there you can buy the tickets for $15 via PayPal. So, Gene and Kat, thank you so much for coming back onto the program. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Saturday and uh, meeting more of your neighbors and talking to them about what they're doing to build a better community here in Trenton. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. Segment one is done. We'll be back after a short break. All right. I'm going to.